I hate to bibbity bobbity burst your bubble, but there's no fairy godmother. And plot twist, you have to create the massive transformation for yourself. Welcome back, Pod Squad. It me, your girl Mads, aka Mads Tads. And this week's episode, I just wanted to talk about, I just wanted to talk about something that has been coming up a lot lately. I am so jazzed because I feel like it's been a hot minute since I personally have found inspiration in all the things around me. And what I mean by that is it's felt like work lately. And today I kind of just felt like I waltz into it. I waltzed into it. I Cinderella ballroom waltzed my way into it. And we're going to talk a shit ton about Cinderella today and the hero's journey and a lot of Disney references and things like that. So bear with me, saddle up, grab the reins because here we go. Okay, I got the idea from this episode and what I wanted to talk about in two different instances. One, I have been absolutely loving, love, love, loving the song by the band AJR. It's called The Good Part. It's pretty viral, I guess, on Reels, maybe TikTok. I'm not really sure, but it's like, it's so hard. Can we skip to the good part? Anyway, my singing is awesome, so whatever. Um, And I love the song. We were riding to it in class this last Sunday, and I was listening because I was teaching from the floor, and I was listening to the words, and I was like, you know what? I don't like the words of this song. I like the song. I like all the intonation and the beat and everything like that, but I didn't necessarily love the words. I'm going to tell you why. The words go, something, 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 life is so hard, can we skip to the good part? And I walked up to the podium and I turned around and I literally said that to the class and I said, you want to know why? Because you have to go through all the things in order to get to that good part. The good things and the good endings and the happy endings and those pivotal moments and those aha moments and the standing at the top of the hill and those winning moments, top of the podium moments only come through the adversity and through the tough times. I think that's what make those moments so sweet. So I was like, you actually can't skip to the good part. You, you really can't. That's part of the process. We talked a few weeks ago about being process-driven instead of progress-driven. And what I'm finding is as we are getting towards the end of the year, maybe that's what it is. It's like all of a sudden, I, I feel like everybody wants to have that Cinderella transformation moment. And here's the thing about that moment is I hate to burst your bubble. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boop, godmother over here, fairy godmother over here. But that moment doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen in the transformation that you think it will. It's not this aha moment. All of a sudden, one day you wake up and you're like, I'm fixed. One day you wake up, I'm like, I don't have any anxiety. One day you wake up and I'm like, oh, I have no body dysmorphia and I'm just feeling footloose and fancy free. Go me. Listen, I hope that for everybody, but it does take time. It does take practice, daily routines and rituals and putting things in place so that you can know when things are creeping up, like the things that really upset you or trigger you and doing everything you can to put yourself ahead of them so that you don't have those bathroom floor moments and you don't find yourself in the badlands or in a state of burnout. And I think that 
we're, again, we glorify that overnight success. And I'm thinking of it more like now from a transformation perspective. And the reason this really came up is because I had just finished one of my coaching programs from Wicked Fearless, one of the classes. And how do you, it's the craziest thing to put my finger on because it's like, how do you sell that? How do you, how do you sell a transformation to somebody that doesn't happen overnight, but will only happen if they take the tools and tips and tricks and all the information you're giving them and really find the find the innate that the intrinsic motivation to put it to practice out there in their everyday life. Like it's crazy to think about. And yet that really is part of the process because once you start to find the things that make you feel better and start to really change your life and implement them, then you become, like I always say, a seeker of this shit. And then you're out there trying to figure out, okay, well, what's next? What program's next? What am I going to sign up for? I'm going to go do that thing on course or a gosh, I'm going to sign up for a music and wellness degree on, you know, study guide or whatever. Literally there's hundreds and thousands and millions of things out there. And a lot of shit is free on the internet. So if you expand your mind and you become a seeker of the things that fill you up, fill your cup up, I guarantee you will find more at your fingertips than ever. I have heard the quote a million times and I love it. All you need is grit and a Google search bar and you can conquer the world. You can conquer literally anything. You hear that? Put your mind to it and you can conquer anything. And I feel like, again, the internet is just glorifying these overnight transformations and people, again, don't show the nitty gritty, gross, chaotic, disgusting, messy struggle of what it takes to get there. And it's kind of brainwashing everybody. Everybody's just like, well, that girl did it or that guy, like that person did it. And it just like kind of happened for them. And I'm like, you know, it didn't just kind of happen for them. It was gnarly. It was so gnarly, but maybe they just left that part out because they're not in a place to be vulnerable about it. Maybe it's too, maybe it's too raw right now. But I do think when we can show up in that rawness and show just how gnarly, (laughs) who am I today? How gnarly it can be, that allows people to say, hey, like I can do that too. Like I can walk through the tough times and the adversity and the pivots and the roadblocks. I can jump those things. I can jump over that fence. I can scale that wall. I can do that thing. I can do it too. But I think that we're so stuck in this. I want to wake up and just feel better tomorrow that we we cast aside the things that we hear about. Like, I can't tell you how many years I heard start a gratitude practice, start a gratitude practice, start a gratitude practice, start a gratitude practice. And I never did it. I thought it was hokey. I thought it was stupid. I thought it didn't work. I was like, I would always hear all these entrepreneurs, the big people that I really, really envied. And I like wanted to be and idolize, do these things. And yet I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm good. I don't need a gratitude practice. And the second I buckled down and started doing it, it has become one of my lifelines. Like if I am drowning in this world from any and all of the emotions and all the crazy bullshit going on in it, that is the lifeline. You know, like the little ring you throw out. I think of like the Titanic. Like that is literally, literally I am, that's the door that I'm laying on, like Rose laid on on the Titanic. Like it saves me, it grounds me, it brings me back. And that's just one of the many things I do. But if you're not willing to keep trying over and over and over again, you're just never gonna know what works for you. It's the compound effect of your positive actions that put you in a place that you want to be. And these things don't just happen. You don't just happen. Um, you know, you don't just wake up one day and, and look in the mirror. Like I said, you 
won't see the Cinderella effect overnight, but what you will see is you will wake up one day, several years later, and you will stare back at yourself in the mirror and you will be a different person because you made one or two or three catalyst decisions that changed the trajectory of your life forever. It is always looking back, right? We connect the dots looking back, not looking forward. I can say for certain that if I were to run into myself five years ago, I wouldn't even recognize myself. I literally wouldn't even recognize myself. I had none of the practices that I put in place. I was reading none of the books. I was doing none of the things to better myself. And to be honest, I was in a real shit sandwich of a situation. And I didn't know it because, you know, we can fake it from the outside, but we can be internally screaming. And so I'm going to challenge you That when somebody hands you a book or tells you, okay, I tried this thing and it's really working for me, I dare you to try it. Because maybe that's not the exact thing you need in the moment, but at least it's going to keep you curious and vigilant and open to other possibilities that might just fall into your lap. Hey, like that didn't work out for me, but what if I tried to do this? I'm not really cool with writing down like 10 things I'm grateful for, but five work while I'm drinking my coffee and put me in a different mood. And then I go out and tackle the day in a completely different way because I feel completely different than when I first woke up. I think when we are willing to stay curious and try different things and put ourselves in different situations, that's really where the magic happens because that's where we truly learn. Like where else do we get to just learn and stay curious and put ourselves out there and find ourselves in different arenas post-college. I mean, really think about it. Post-college, no one's really holding you accountable. Nobody's telling you to go try that thing or go to that book circle or that book club or try that new workout class or try these new things. Like as an adult, you have to seek out the community that you want to find yourself in for the betterment of yourself. So there's a line that says, look at the five to 10 people that you're the closest. Look, look, look at the five to 10 people that you surround yourself with. And are they pushing you to be the best version of you? Because if the answer is no, then there's, there's your problem right there. Find yourself in circles and arenas where you're surrounded by people and not necessarily people that you have a lot in common with, but people that are striving to really push their minds and push their bodies if that's what you're into. Or when I think of like fitness and things like that, when I'm surrounded by somebody that is going to push me and is going to coach me and is going to kind of like grab my hand and be like, let's go. We're going to read this book. We're going to do this class. That's the accountability right there. Then all of a sudden you find yourself walking over thresholds of doors that you might've been banging on for God knows how long. And you're like, wow, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And you're doing it because you're actively seeking more. You want more and you won't accept less. And that's truly when shit will change for you. And I know one thing that's really challenging to watch and I do see it quite often is when people can't get out of their own way because they're second guessing themselves. They're worried so much about what someone else thinks, what some girl from high school still thinks or some aunt on Facebook or literally some wild bullshit. Like... I always say when I'm having a moment where I'm like really second guessing myself or there's imposter syndrome or something really nasty is coming up and I'm talking to myself a certain way that I normally wouldn't, I try to say it out loud to myself. Like I'm just like literally if you catch me walking down the street driving my car at a red light and I'm in a full blown conversation with myself, I'm like I'm in a meeting. I'm in all hands right now. All hands on deck in the business of Mads Tets. And if I find myself just talking nonsense 
it makes less sense when I say it out loud. Sometimes we hold these, these, these conversations in our head and they sound totally like that makes total sense. Oh my gosh. Okay. And we validate the nasty, gnarly, bad land thoughts. But if we say them out loud, we can call ourselves out on our own bullshit or write it down and then read it back to yourself. Write down the thought that you're having to yourself and then read it back to yourself. One of the coolest exercises I ever did was at Powerhouse Women with Lindsay Schwartz. And it was the one I went to in Arizona. I don't know if you've been following me. If you haven't, it's this awesome, awesome, awesome women's conference. You should definitely go look it up. It's called Powerhouse Women. And... We did this exercise where you had to write down all the reasons why you weren't going to go after the thing you wanted. Um, and I'm probably butchering it here, but then, or, or, or the negative thoughts, the negative self thoughts and this negative self talk around your goals and dreams and wishes. And then the exercise was to lock eyes with someone in the room, go walk over and switch papers with them. And then you would both read out loud to each other what the other person wrote. And at the end of the exercise, almost every single person in that entire arena was sobbing because who would talk to another human being like that? It's like wild, right? But that is how we talk to ourselves. And to be honest, it's so disgusting. And sometimes we have to say it out loud to call ourselves out on our own crazy. And I say that like our own crazy because we go down these crazy rabbit holes into these like crazy lands, the bad lands, and we don't even realize it sometimes. Slightly off topic about when it comes to getting in your own way, but a lot of times we are that thing that's preventing us from doing what we so very badly want to do. Like we know what to do. We don't just do it. My dad says that a lot. I know what to do. I just don't do it. And so it's the doing that gets you to where you want to be. You just got to do, you just got to implement. You just got to try and try and try and try again. If this doesn't work, let's pivot. If this doesn't work, let's pivot. If this doesn't work, let's figure it out and keep throwing things at the wall until you figure out what works best for you and your routine and your body and your mental health, all of it. And I guarantee if you stay tried and true to the practice, the compound effect of those positive actions is going to add up to a massive jumbo yes and massive movement in the direction that you want to go. And that's challenging, right? Because we are not patient. Most of us are not patient people. Patience isn't necessarily necessarily something that we're just is just dropped down into our into our being. We're like, I'm just so patient because we want it so bad for ourselves. We are willing to fight so hard for ourselves. We're willing to fight harder than anything else for ourselves and the ones we and the people we love around us. And yet we won't even sometimes do these little things that we know are going to change our lives for the better. And that is really one of the saddest things to watch when you see people that can't get out of their own way. There are enough people out there that are going to doubt you and be naysayers and haters and hate on your dream and tell you you can't and tell you you won't and tell you you don't have the skill and tell you all the myriad of reasons why you cannot go out there and do the thing you so very badly want to do. There's a million other people around. There's tons of people. There's so many of them, but you don't be the reason that you don't get out there and make it happen for yourself, right? Like, They're going to say everything they want to see. You don't be the reason you don't believe in yourself. Like that part is wild to me. This is you we're talking about. A one in like 400 billionth chance you even exist on this planet and you're going to sit on that magic miracle occurrence that you even exist. Like the fact that we even exist is such such a wild phenomenon to me. We owe it to ourselves to do all the things and to live so full out and play so hard and full out 
in this game called life. Like, why would you let anything hold you back from doing what it is that you know is placed in your heart, that you know is your true passion and purpose and and calling in this world? I, I can't see why you wouldn't. And so much of it has to do with just being able to get over your damn self, get over your damn self and start putting one foot in front of the other and putting the different things in place, the routines and rituals and the gratitude practice or the book that's been on your shelf for a year that you know if you picked it up might just change the entire trajectory of your life. I don't say that lightly because that's what happened to me. My friend handed me a book in one of the lowest times in my life and I still think to this day that book saved my freaking life. And that is not something to take lightly. When someone hands you a book, when someone says something to you a bunch of different times, when you're being encouraged to push your boundaries and spread your wings a little wider and take up a little bit more space, by God, do it. Because that is how you're going to look in the mirror several years down the road and be unrecognizable to an old version of you because you were brave and courageous and pushed your boundaries and decided that you no longer wanted to stand at the edge of the cliff anymore and you just went for it. You just went full send off the side. I don't care if I fall. I don't care if I fail. I'm going to figure it out on the way down and I will get back up no matter what because this is my life and I want to be in the driver's seat of my life no matter what. I'm not going to let fear get in the way. I'm not going to let judgment get in the way. I'm going to get out there and make this one sweet life for myself because I owe it to myself to do that. So don't be impressed with these overnight successes and this this notion of a Cinderella transformation that will happen in just a few weeks. That is not ever going to happen. But if you keep showing up and if you keep trying and you keep stepping up to the plate and swinging for the fences, one of these days, the ball is going to make contact and it is going to fly out of the stadium. And you're going to stand there in awe and not understand how it's happening. But the people around you who have been watching from the beginning, because there will be those people on your journey, are going to look at you and be like, wow, you did that. Look what you did. I think we all get discouraged and we all get down from time to time when we don't see it happening as fast as we want it to, but none of the things that we want so very badly in life, none of the good stuff, none of that, can we skip to the good part? None of the good stuff happens without all the other shit. So you have to enjoy all the other shit while you're in it. Otherwise you get to the top of the hill and you look around and you're like, you don't even have this awesome grandeur moment of like, hell yes, because you're just like, oh, finally I got here. Okay. What's next? You have to enjoy the process along the way. Otherwise, you're just straight up not enjoying your life. So figure out what works for you, what lights your fire, what literally lights you up from the inside out, what's going to make you show up as the best version of you. And I promise if you stay the course, if you stick to it, if you put those blinders on and you just keep your eyes on the finish line and what's in front of you, instead of worrying about who's to the side of you, what happened in back of you or any other shit around you, you will absolutely achieve whatever it is that you so very badly want in this life. Yeah. This is what I like to call a quick hit where I just let it rip for 20 minutes and I just pray so hard that it hits for someone, that it changes something for someone, that it just lights a 
fire inside someone out there. Because sometimes that's all it takes is just hearing it one different way and boom, everything changes from there on out. Maybe this was it for you. Gosh, I hope so. That would be so cool. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment and DM. And the best thing you can do for this podcast, Wicked Fearless, is share it with a friend that might need it the most. The power of word of mouth is the strongest on the planet. And so I do appreciate every tag and every share and everything you do week after week showing up for this podcast. Until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.